0: I'm excited to announce that we are now on Patreon. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. But find authentic appreciation and notice how that scenario changes in your favor every single time. But you have this very powerful matrix telling you that you're not allowed to do that. Welcome to the stream of David. I'm here today with one of my favorite guests, Paula Kidd Casey, the lawyer of attraction. It's always good to have you on cross-examining the stream. Paula, welcome.
1: (laughs) Thank you, David. I love being here. I love being with you. And the stream and I are very close. Uh, And you said cross-examining. I was a divorce attorney for 40 years, and I learned to cross-examine. And so I love talking to the stream
0: you're always good. You come up with really good questions and you go deep, and I, and I like that. I like I like that when you do that with the stream because we get new, interesting information from them when you when you maneuver that way.
1: Yeah, good. Well, I enjoy it, and I think now's such an important time for us to show up and really bring this message to to everybody. So I'm excited. Thanks for inviting
0: me. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's take a moment to meditate and let's bring in the stream. We are here.
1: Hello, it's nice to see you again, or hear you again, I
0: guess. You, 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 you are not seeing us when you're looking at David, but if you rest your eyes a bit and defocus a bit, you will see us. You, you will see the, the energy signature of us.
1: I love that. So tell me again the definition of us. What does us mean to the stream?
0: We, we are not a collective of specific beings. We are, we are not quantifiable the way that you would quantify a, a, a grouping. We are energy. We are thought. We are the collective consciousness of all that is. And that collective consciousness of all that is is the creative force of all that is. So whether you identify all that is as the universe or a multiverse, it does not matter to us. That is your human created science speak. But we are the driving force of all creation. And it's important to understand that we are not about rules. We are not about laying out a specific path for your your physical journeys. We are not about being worshiped or obeyed, but we are here as part of you because you are part of us eternally to offer some guidance. We, we are offering inner guidance to all of you all the time. However, humanity has created a, a matrix of collective consciousness that is, is very much rooted in ego and that, that ego-driven consciousness has created expansion in physical For humanity. But that ego driven consciousness also separates you from your natural allowing of our energy. So the inner guidance that is available to you is not always realized by you because you have all of the static of the matrix telling you that you're supposed to be something that it wants you to be. We are here flowing through David the way that we are to communicate with you in a direct way with a communication that is already present within you. And when you're in a higher vibrational state of allowing and you are stumbling upon our teachings that that David is offering through various forms of, of media and you release your fear and judgment around it if there is any present at all and you tune in and you listen and it resonates highly with you, it's because we through David are speaking your soul back to you. Wow. You are part of this message. That's why that resonance occurs when judgment is no longer present.
1: That's a beautiful statement. So are you a subsection of the almighty? Are you the same consciousness that Abraham that was being channeled or any of the other channels that are in our environment now? Are you that same energy filtered?
0: All of these these labels of, of God, almighty, angelic energy, ascended masters, the universe, they, they go on and on and on, as you are aware, they are all descriptions of that which we are, of all that is. The, the, the powerful creative force that you call love and abundance, that, that, that is what you are communicating with when you go up your spiral into a higher vibrational state of being, and you're not even essentially communicating As much as you are you are you you are that you you are realizing you're not communicating as much as you are realizing what is within you. And when you listen to us, yes, you are receiving communication, and the, the communication that you are receiving is from the universe, is from all that is. That that is what David has taught himself to allow his mind to receive and comprehend and then speak and write in in a human way to communicate with you the way that you are receiving it now, or when you read a text that is written by us and, and, and we use the term we and us simply to allow you to discern the separation between David's ego driven or even ego balanced consciousness and his getting out of the way of what you call source and allowing that to flow verbally the way that he is doing right now.
1: So are you speaking this entity speaking to other people at the same time that you're speaking to David?
0: We we flow through all creation. The the allowing of it and the sharing of it is is always going to be in in, in the way that you are receiving it externally from anything other than within is always going to be delivered through a filter. Mm -hmm. Filter is the one that is is communicating. The the ones that you call channels are filters for our consciousness. And some filters have more ego-driven elements laced into it than others. David realized that early on and set a very powerful intention to get out of the way of the message as much as humanly possible and allow our consciousness to flow with as little filtration as possible. Certainly we are utilizing his intellect and vocabulary to communicate. And and, and that, that is why there are elements of questions that we will seek a reframing of so that it fits into the structure of his intellect and his vocabulary to be able to offer value in that interaction. But in the getting out of the way of the message, he understood that he needed to remove any residual religious teachings or beliefs or spiritual teachings or beliefs that were laced into the message. Because anything that is human-like, that is human creation. Your belief in gods and the almighty and angelic beings and all of those things, all of that is the humanization of that which we are. There's nothing wrong with that. If that serves you, there is absolutely nothing wrong with believing those things. But David understood that the universe is not that, that that is the humanization of the universe. And, and, and his seeking to remove all of that and allow our message to flow purely rooted in universal law, that is why that which you call the stream is delivering such clarity for you and for, uh, for everyone who is, is vibrationally aligned enough to, to pay attention to it the other channels that are on the, 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 the planet that you were speaking of at this time and the ones that are no longer physically manifested, they, they are channeling the same thing. Source is source and universal law does not change. So as long as the channeling is rooted in universal law, which is simply consciousness creates and that creative consciousness is impacted by in, in physical bipolarity, period, that's it. That's all the universal law that exists. Everything else is a, is a human-created spinoff of that. So you may align with a teacher that is more in alignment with where you are on your belief journey that is teaching a, a, a version of perhaps a spiritual or religious belief that resonates with you, and that serves you on a higher level to listen to as opposed to that which you call the stream. There's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's no lesser version of channeling and higher version of channeling or more superior channel. All of that is human created ego belief. All of that quantification and who is better and who is higher and who has a larger audience and who has more followers and less followers and who's who's more pure. All of that noise is is human created noise of the matrix. Our guidance is, is for you to listen to to anything and everything with an open mind and discern your preference, whether it is the thing for you that you wish to experience in that moment or not. There's no getting any of these belief systems wrong. Even if you denounce that which we are as evil or demonic or not real or whatever you you, you choose to label it as, there's no penalty in that. That is your human experience. And and there is nothing wrong with you, you discerning that preference. What you're receiving in the stream is the purest form within David's capability to deliver to you to offer guidance to you to receive more joy, clarity and abundance in your life experience. That is the intention behind this message and it has not changed.
1: So if I may rephrase, individual personalities of the channeler will actually reframe what the actual message is because it's going through their personality, is that right?
0: Indeed, indeed, that is the filter. The personality is the filter. So you are receiving that being's personality absolutely stripped away somewhat to allow a channel message to authentically come through, but you are receiving it through the personality. That's why it is always limited to to a being's intellect and vocabulary. What their intellect is is able, and and, and David is a bit unique in his ability to take these otherworldly or energetic realm topics, if you will, and and humanize them and communicate them in such a way that ultimately they start to click together for you and make sense. That is the the, the teacher gift that is is offered within him.
1: And does that mean all the others are um, honest and reliable to the point that it is going through their personality? Because some of them teach things that are uh, juxtapositions. They're in contradiction to each other.
0: Indeed, there they, they they are different teachings out there that are more rooted in the humanity of the one that is offering, but we, we will guide you to understand that they are serving an audience. They, they are serving a sect of humanity that is on a, a vibrational path, and that is where they are on their path, and that's what they're ready to receive. Some of it is still very much rooted in the matrix. It's very fear-based. You, you are aware of, of some very fear-based. Any, any teacher that is offering up fear or judgment is, is operating not in source, but in ego. But they're connecting with an audience who, for whom within their personal journey, they are being served by having that ego-driven, contrasting experience of fear and judgment. It, it is creating something for them in an experience.
1: How did you get David's attention have you always been with David, are you always with me? You just somehow were able to communicate with him more because he's on a higher dimension because I know that he saw ghosts and spirits when he was younger and had different kinds of experiences. How did, how did that happen? On your perspective-
0: we, we, we are present in, in, in all creation. And, and David was not unique in that at all. The, the uniqueness of David was, was a pre-birth intention to, to come and share and teach. But a human created in in human terms, a very long journey of what you might label contrasting experiences that ultimately led him to fully let go of fear and judgment in order to allow us to flow. The realization of what we were offering, that happened for him early on in his human journey because his parents were so disconnected from his life experience, he had There was no one else to listen to, but he discerned a preference to to default more toward what you might call source than ego. It could have gone either way. There are plenty of examples of beings who were ignored by their parents that fall more into fear and judgment and end up having a very fear and judgment uh, vibrational journey very early on and, and get themselves into what you would label a lot of trouble and have a lot of problems. He certainly had his, his own manifested issues, but he always defaulted back to that inner knowing that most of you are taught to ignore very early on, and that there was there was no one teaching him to bothering to teach him to ignore it. There were some influences, but nothing that he cared enough about to really pay attention to. And that that is a unique quality in an individual to allow that at such an early age, and then to continue to allow it while staying connected enough to the matrix to still identify with the matrix. Because you understand that there are some beings that come along that get so rooted out of the matrix and so rooted in their source being that they don't really relate to other human beings. And therefore, they don't have as much to offer in in the way of being a teacher. Because they are so out there. They are so judged that they are such a turnoff to, to beings that are in the matrix David's unique ability to connect with those in the matrix because he's not judging the matrix. We do not judge the matrix. So he's not judging the ones that label him as a kook. He is not concerned with that. He is not judging the ones that, that are labeling him as demonic or, or, or silly or any of those things. So that keeps him connected to the matrix because there's no there's no turnoff in any of that, there's no turning away from those who do not believe because the the ego driven need to be followed and believed and and worshiped and obeyed and all of those things is not present.
1: Help us define what you think the matrix is. Can you define the matrix for us?
0: We we utilize that terminology quite a bit and David utilizes it quite a bit as well because it is a, 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 a widely understood description of a collective consciousness belief system that is rooted in fear and judgment, as opposed to abundance and well-being. The the matrix is the collective consciousness of humanity, the ego aspect of it. It, it, All consciousness is a balance in physical of what you might label ego or humanity or or some physical quality balanced, imbalanced, but balanced in some way with source. Source flows through all creation. But when you project that creation into a physical space, then that acquisition of that that physical aspect includes an element that separates from Source. And that separation from Source creates enough displeasure or, or suffering, if you will, to drive new creation because source is nothing but expansion, source is nothing but love, source is nothing but appreciation, source is nothing but well-being, abundance, creative energy. That is all source is. So in order for expansion to occur, and we, we, we are an expansive universe, so in order for expansion to occur, there must be some disruption in that abundance that creates a discernment for something new to be created. Because if you are living in the glory and appreciation of all that is, and existing that way, you don't want anything. If you don't want anything, you're not experiencing anything new. You're not creating anything new, and therefore, you're not expanding your being. Therefore, source is not expanding. Expansion occurs through physical environments, physical realities that are polarized And in the physical reality, there are physical experiences that all beings seek, food, light, shelter, oxygen, water, whatever the design of that being is, that physical vehicle is, there is a seeking of something in physical that is a preference. And then there is a moving away from something that is a non-preference, the opposite of, because you're in a polarized environment. That moving away from the non-preference aspect drives all new creation. So you come to planet Earth, in your case as a human being, you're instantaneously discerning preferences toward and away from things. And the things that are not your preference, you in the matrix are taught to fear. And that fear very often amps up that creation and actually attracts that very thing that you fear or something like it into your path. And you experience that, that thing that you fear, but you're moving through that fearful experience creates an opportunity for expansion for you. In fact, it creates expansion by default because even moving through a suffering experience and choosing to continue to suffer in it for your entire physical lifetime is an experience. It is an experience that from a soul perspective, your eternal perspective, expands your consciousness. It makes you a more sophisticated version of you because you had even the suffering experience or the overdose experience, or the suicide experience, or the car accident in your teens experience, or any of these things that you slap the should not be label on as a human being in the energetic realm, they're all appreciated because they're all physical experiences and there is no judgment present there. So therefore they were all expansive experiences. They expand your consciousness in the having of them. I came to planet earth, I was murdered as a young child, It was labeled as wrong by everybody around me. There was great suffering created by it. But in my eternal state of consciousness, I understand that that was a very temporary thing. That was a temporary experience for all beings involved. And it was something that I have now experienced as consciousness that expands my being. And it's something that is not judged in the energetic realm, the way way humanity does.
1: So is the matrix a tool that you, the universe uses to give us lack and scarcity so that we will want abundance and then we will
0: the 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 way we refer to the matrix is it is a tool of the, the contrast is the tool of the universe the the polarity created separation from source creates all expansion it creates all of the suffering and unwanted things that you speak of humanity as a mutation of the earth environment Has created this collective consciousness matrix, what we refer to as the matrix is that mutation aspect that has taken humanity further than the other physically manifested beings in your environment, much further in your ability to create. So that that matrix that runs by and large on fear and judgment, not completely on fear and judgment, there's positive and negative in everything. So the positive of the matrix is that it brought you along a journey to where you are now, to where you've gotten yourself so advanced that you are catching up to the very technology that creates you. Artificial intelligence, robotics, your computers, your ability to communicate, all of these things that you're creating tools to operate the way that you operate when you're in your non-physical state of being. You don't need these 3D tools in that state, but here you are in 3D catching up and creating tools that allow you to communicate on demand, almost globally. You're, you're creating tools that are, that are allowing you to create new life outside the, 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 what you would call the natural way of creation. You have technology that you're creating technology that, that is guiding you right toward that. And as you get closer to that, you're disrupting your matrix. So, what's going on for humanity at this time is a disruption of the matrix. You are questioning the matrix as you become more intelligent. You are looking at your institutions of control that you've all created. The, the, the creation of the matrix, religion, belief in external gods that are controlling everything or punishing you, or are, are giving you a set of rules. All of that is a creation of the matrix. And you're becoming so intelligent. Because your ability to communicate primarily, you're you're coming together globally and and more or less comparing notes. I was raised to believe this, and this doesn't work for me. And you're talking to someone on the other side of the world that's telling you the same exact thing. I was raised to believe believe this. My grandparents really believed this. My parents kind of believed it. And I don't believe it at all. Mm -hmm. Why is that? It's because every generation is becoming a more sophisticated version of itself. That's expansion. And you're born up to speed with the time that you project into. So you project into a, a later time than your parents and grandparents. And while there are certainly things that you're going to learn from them, you learn how to be a human being from them, the, that eternal wisdom is more evolved in you because of your, your time of projection.
1: So you said this is a good thing. Artificial intelligence is a good thing. And it's, it's moving us toward where we're actually breaking out of the matrix, right?
0: It, it, all things in physical are contrasting. There's good and bad in everything. Your artificial intelligence is moving you closer to the technology that creates you. That is also going to create what you call contrast and that there, there are positive elements to that, that you are creating technology that is now going to allow uh, say jobs and things that are unsafe to be performed by robots and, and things of that nature. The, the negative side of that is that then you have less jobs. There, you can find positive and negative in every single thing in physical always. You are in a polarized environment. That's not going to change. You're not going to solve polarity because you're not here to solve polarity. You're here to experience it. Where we are guiding you is toward appreciation of polarity. You want to, to live a happier existence as hum, across humanity. That is available to you. That is very available to you in exactly what we are sharing to all of you. This this message can solve the suffering of humanity. It will not solve the polarity of humanity. It's not going to stop you from experiencing storms and illness and, and things of that nature, but it can absolutely quieten down the judgment and the fear and the suffering that you all experience along your journey. Talk about becoming a more sophisticated version of yourself across humanity. It's learning to stop labeling and fearing and judging. But those of you that are starting to to get yourselves out of the matrix by systematically raising your vibration to be a more source-like being where you're not fearing and you're not judging and you're not allowing the matrix to draw you back in through fear and judgment communication, as you see that going on, you also see the the counter to that occurring. You see people going more into polarity, more into the matrix, more into not believing in anything beyond physical and therefore labeling your, your earth environment as some sort of horrible dystopia that is on its way out where it is, it is it in reality is thriving. It is always thriving Well being is always flowing, but beings, human beings specifically are choosing to be pessimistic and look at the negative and therefore create that, that dystopian environment for themselves through their own fear. And needing to, to and, and you can tell the beings that are going more into the matrix and, and lowering their vibration because they're becoming more polarized. They are needing to be on a specific side of every issue and they're needing to be right. And this is really revealing itself in your current day politics. Where really, politics has taken over religion as the new God on planet Earth. So, by and large, most of humanity has moved on from believing in deities truly and it moved into religion. That's why it moved into politics. That's why you're seeing religion morph into political messages instead of religious messages. That is dying off. And politics is, even though it started as a religious uh, entity, politics is taking over as a new point of worship and obedience for society, but polarized society. Those of you that understand that that is a a human created facade of the matrix, just as much as religion ever was, you're not having to get so drawn into that. And when you're in it, it's very uncomfortable. The ones who are arguing their point and needing to be right and needing everyone else to be an idiot or a moron that doesn't agree with them, that is a very uncomfortable space to be in for any being. There is no one that is authentically experiencing joy in that that hyper-polarized space.
1: But we still have to live in planet Earth. So we still have to look at polarity, make a decision what is best for us. We're still choosing between two polars, right? We're still choosing between what we think is right, what we think is wrong. We're still having to live our lives every day in this matrix, right?
0: You, you are operating, you are operating in, in, within a matrix society, but how much power you give to the matrix is completely up to you. You can what, be completely disconnected and you're still going to, to thrive as a human being if your vibration is in alignment with thriving and you are paying no attention to the matrix whatsoever. There aren't very many beings that are doing that, if any, but if you're completely ignoring the matrix and allowing your well-being to flow, not concerning yourself with it, and not concerning yourself with it, when we guide you to that, it is it is not about judging it as wrong. Because when you start judging it as wrong or should not be, you're drawing yourself right back into that narrative because you're becoming part of it yet again. You're feeding it. But when you're simply, for lack of better terminology, you're simply indifferent or you go into appreciation of it. When we speak to appreciation, it is not the same thing as love and admiration. We use the term appreciation to mean such deep understanding that you are no longer judging. Because when you're judging something, you're giving it power. When you withdraw the judgment and simply appreciate it for what it is, as it is, you are detuning its power because it's, it's the appreciation is very indifferent. It's not intense focus. It's simply that you appreciate that the beings in the matrix are having their matrix-driven experience, that they're polarized, that they're perhaps in a state where they feel like they have to participate no matter what. You don't have to do anything. But the the choice, the discerned preference to still participate, there is nothing wrong with that. But you can do it in such a way that you're not choosing from a fear-based perspective. You're discerning a preference for. David often refers to the lesser of the evils jokingly, saying that it's it, it is all the same thing because it's all the matrix, but you can still discern a preference and make a choice. But how much power are you choosing to give it?
1: You indicated that like there's more people on earth now that are realizing these institutions are polar, polarizing and they've been put in there by man to control us and to condition us to think that there's only a certain way to live and we only have so much power. What is that looking like? How close are we to helping the rest of humanity get get to that next level? Do we have a 5D, do we have a fifth dimension are we moving that way with our collective consciousness here on earth?
0: The, the, the term 5D is often utilized to, re, to refer to what we would describe as lifting yourselves out of the matrix, okay. detuning fear and judgment to the point where you're allowing well-being to flow via your appreciation of all that is in physical. That is, that is operating your lives as a source-like being, and you all are. You are source beings but you are disallowing of your source when you're lowering your vibration down into where the the ego is overpowering your source being and you're operating in fear and judgment and things of that nature. As you move yourselves out of that and and where we guide you to is, is if you want to be joyful and you want clarity and you want to experience authentic abundance, that's where you go to experience that. You raise your default vibration. You you raise your vibration on an all-day, everyday basis by systematically detuning all of the things that lower it. The fear, the judgment, the the, 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 the fear and judgment offspring uh, that are all around you and in in various forms that are, are, are delivered to you in your healthcare system, in your media, in your government, in your employment, in your corporate structure, all of these things have a fear, have a fear quality about them. But when you detune your fear around all of that and simply allow abundance and well-being to flow to you, no matter how it flows, get out of the way of the universe, understand that it's always delivering the potential of of well-being and abundance to you no matter what. And all you need to do is detune the stuff that blocks it out. Detune your transgressors, detune your fear, detune those abundance blocks that you created for yourselves along the way. Because you experience something that you label traumatic, and as long as you're continuing to label it traumatic or wrong or victim or any of those things, those walls are still going to be there. But when you move into what we refer to as radical appreciation, and we refer to it as radical because within the matrix, appreciating your transgressors is considered radical. We do not consider it radical we guide you to appreciate all that is. Appreciate your abusers, appreciate your accusers, appreciate all of it from a distance if need be, but find authentic appreciation and notice how that scenario changes in your favor every single time. But you have this very powerful matrix telling you that you're not allowed to do that. No, you can't appreciate them. They are, a, they are an evil being with a label slapped upon them and that you need to continue to judge them your judgment of them individually and collectively is what powers them, is exactly what keeps it going.
1: Is there a critical mass that we as humanity will reach as a tipping point so it'll be easier for more people to be attuned to this? Is there, is there, there a certain-
0: There is. And there is, there is terminology out there that, that things will have to get worse before they get better. That's not- nothing has to be. But given the, the trajectory of humanity, that, that tipping has already begun, but you may see more matrix-driven contrast before you give way to that higher vibrational state of being on mass. But we guide you not to worry about that because when you get yourselves all bound up and concerning yourself with other humans' experiences or other beings' experiences, you end up lowering your vibration in the judgment of their experience. This is why we're guiding you to be a little more selfish, a little more self-focused because if individually, more and more people hear this message and really pay attention to their own vibration and not not worry so much about the vibrational journey of others, then you are going to raise your vibration and contribute a higher vibration back to the collective, which actually does more for the collective than your judgment of their experience and your attempt to lift them out of something that they are creating for themselves for their own expansive journey in the first place.
1: And the only thing we have any control over is our own, is our own resonance, right? Is our own frequency or energy.
0: And those of you that are parents understand that better than most.
1: Yeah. So I think that's amazing. So um, how do we tune better, right? I know that's your journey. I know that's what you have helped David do. How do we tell people just while they're listening, how do they tune better to higher frequency?
0: The tuning to higher frequency is is about two things. One is detuning the things that lower your frequency, which we have laid out for you. And and the second is tuning to higher frequency through appreciation of all that is. We are appreciative of all that is. If you want to know what we're all about, we are all about love. We are all about abundance. We are all about well-being. We're all about appreciating every aspect of your amazing journey that you are creating for yourselves and physical. We are not about guiding you to a specific outcome. We are about guiding you up your spiral because you are the creative being that is creating your reality and you are driving new creation and thus driving our expansion through your higher vibrational creation. And a lot of times the lower vibrational aspects of your being are driving you ultimately to that, but you don't have to make it so painful. You can certainly experience things that you would consider obstacles that you learn to meet and enjoy and thus experience fewer of them solve them faster and move higher and higher and higher in that process.
1: So I can say I appreciate something but that does not change my frequency, right? I mean we we've got to have some tools to help us just saying the words, right? The feeling is the prayer. I think Greg Braden said that. It's the feeling that we're looking for, not the actual. The the
0: vibration, you can speak that you can speak one thing and vibrate something totally different. We're all aware of that. But that's why we say authentic. Are you authentically appreciating it? Are you authentically finding appreciation for it? And when you do a little meditation and you you do some things uh, systematically, habitually in your lives that allow your natural source being to be more realized, that's why meditation can be so very powerful because you're quieting your mind enough to calm that ego consciousness down to lift your vibration out of the matrix into source, if you will. And that source perspective becomes present within you and you don't have to work at appreciation. It it starts coming to you naturally. And when you view something that all of humanity is labeling as wrong... And you're not so quick to rush to the judgment and slap the label and jump on the bandwagon and instead zooming out to a higher perspective and simply appreciating that you are witnessing a physical being having a vibrational journey that is temporary always, and that that eternal being chose to come and have that vibrational experience and appreciating that, then you know that you are one with source. You're allowing the one oneness with source.
1: So mediation actually just like neutralizes our mind, at least to get us quiet, so we're not having this negative self-chatter. But what do you tell a mother that's having a hard time putting food on their table for their kids, right? What do you say to them? Go meditate? I mean, and I realize it's all energy, but there's so much weighing us down. They're just shooting these bullets at us to, to, I think they're realizing that we're starting to get free of their fear, right? And so I think they're going to give us more and more fear. What do we tell somebody that...
0: When you, when you are witnessing the, the example that you have provided, the, the, the mother that is having trouble putting food on the table, understand that there is a matrix out there that is driving that being to very much feel like a powerless victim. Yes. And that is perpetuating that experience. There are situations where a being will go so far down that path of feeling like a victim and create that reality for them till they get to the end of the rope And all they have left is what is labeled as faith. And that faith starts to to turn the wheels of positive creation. That faith is a very powerful thing. You you are all aware, whether you are ready to admit it or not, you are all aware that there is an energetic aspect to your reality. That there absolutely is a vibe or an energy. Regardless of how much someone is a staunch atheist, they will still talk about a vibe, someone having a vibe or energy about them. So there is some tinge of awareness and allowing of that. But of course, most of you that are following our teachings are aware that that vibe and that energy, that's all that is. The physical physical aspect that you're encountering in 3D is really just the byproduct of all of that. And when you have the mother that is struggling to put food on the table, and she has felt like a victim and felt taken advantage of and felt abused for so long, eventually polarity is going to pull her out of that in some way, and she will start to see something positive show up, even if it's just a positive mindset shift. And then the physical reality will follow that, and then she will in time, and the time span is up to her and her belief system, believe that all I need to do is stop all of this self-pity and all of this negative thought and allow that positive thought to come in because when I did that something showed up. Maybe, Maybe I need to do more of that is what they start thinking and when they do that then they start moving into a direction of faith and perhaps they'll get caught up into a religion of some sort and that delivers a certain experience but then in time that experience may wane They may decide, okay, that worked for me for a while, and the faith piece of it is working, but all of these rules and all of this judgment and all of this other humanity that seems to be brought into this organization, that doesn't feel right. So now I'm going to move over here to something else. Well, that's the vibrational exploratory journey that souls come to humanity to have. And that person, if you flash forward 20, 30 years, is likely sitting around having a deep conversation with someone saying... When I was a young mother, I couldn't put food on the table and I finally, and I did this and I did that. and I realized none of that worked until I finally found prayer or I finally found something that delivered faith. And then suddenly good things started showing up. And at the end of the day, I bounced from this to that. I did this other thing. I tried that and I took the best of all of them. And now that's created my belief system. And my kids are grown. We all survived the experience. And what they're saying is, without vocalizing it, is I am now a more sophisticated being of uh, myself, a human being version of myself, because I've had all of those contrasting experiences, and I figured it out for me. And here I am today, not necessarily assigning myself to anything external, but I have my own unique energetic signature that I created over time through struggle and through striving. And here I am, there's a lot of examples of that. And in fact, if you sit down and have conversations with with various types of people, as you have, and you hear those stories 20 years down the road, the one that went through the struggle is the more sophisticated being than the one that said, Life has always been easy for me. Right. And I I wanted my life was perfect. The
1: thing that is usually the hardest for the people are the things that really was the biggest blessing because it taught them the most, right? They'll say that was the best thing that ever happened to me that I got laid off or I got divorced or I went through all this because they realize
0: the the 40, 50, 60 year old that has been through things is a more sophisticated version of themselves than the 40, 50, 60 year old who has had the the dutiful, easy life. And and you will notice, and, and we are not guiding you to judge, we are guiding you to discern and realize the value in your contrast. Because the the easier life very often does not result in a more joyous, satisfied being. In fact, very often that easy life creates dissatisfaction. And that dissatisfied being will then later in life create something to disrupt the, the, the ease that they've always experienced. So they'll have a rift in their relationship 20, 30 years in, or they'll develop a cancer diagnosis. So they'll develop something that creates a disruption to give them a platform for which to create expansion, always, always.
1: You know, Steve Jobs always said, you can't connect the dots going forward, but you can connect the dots going back. And when you do that, you realize, and this Mm -hmm. is where the faith comes in, that everything happens for a reason, that everything was connected, that one thing led to another, and that got us here on this journey. Because I know one of the things you talk about is there's never really any wrong path, right? We're all on our own path and we just have to get through the polarity
0: (laughs) this matrix. Well, and we're not guiding you to get through the polarity. We're guiding you to appreciate it, Uh appreciate it in real time. Because when you start, when you learn to appreciate in real time, when you're the mother that is struggling to feed the children and you can find your path to appreciating exactly where you are, how you are without the need for anything to change, that's when everything changes. That's when the magic starts to really flow. That's when you start to solve everything and you become a very powerful manifester. But when you get drawn back into that fear and judgment, here's the late bill, here's the overdrawn bank account, here's the few pennies to go buy food, and here's the news media telling me that everything's getting more expensive and that life is just hopeless. If you're tuning into all of that, all of that's going to be your reality. But if you're letting go of all of that and stepping away from all of that, and it's If you're not living the life that you want to live and you're finding yourself on social media or watching the news, think about what you're consuming and what your consumption is doing to your vibration.
1: And if you could tell people one thing that they can do during this time, because I think it's just going to get crazier. This past year, I just realized that there's just... An energy out there that I've never felt. I'm 69 years old and I feel hyper
0: polarity that you're all creating. That's ultimately Uh going to lift you out of the matrix. But for many, it's going to become more uncomfortable and more uncomfortable and more uncomfortable as long as you're fearing and judging it. So the system, the one thing is is not a one simple thing because your matrix is, is far more complex than the universe. Universal law is simple. We laid it out for you in the beginning of this interaction. The matrix, however, is very complex. So understanding that source is simplicity. Source is consciousness creation. Source is understanding that you chose to come to a polarized environment and move through a vibrational journey that includes both high and low. So in doing that and understanding that, learning to ignore the matrix and ignore your ego, which is a product of the matrix, and find joy in every aspect of your life, find appreciation for it, and understand that you don't do that in a sitting. You can, but generally it takes time for a vibrational being to authentically shift a vibration that has been developed over a lifetime. But that work is extremely satisfying, as you know, because it gives you more joy, clarity, and abundance systematically and lifts you so far out of the matrix that nothing going on in your world, not even war, is is going to destroy that which you are. Even your physical being, you will physically not be party to these negative things if you are not including that in your journey
1: you know the past year on my journey i realized and i've said this for years but i'm not my body i'm not my mind i tried to use my mind to change my mind right i'm not my mind i'm not my thoughts i'm this higher awareness it's just awareness like the appreciation like it's a big focus on everything uh, and, and I think that's where we all live. And I think that's the hardest part for us to, because our ego fights us every step of the way, right? It's not yeah. the dark night of the soul. It's the dark night of the ego when we're going through this to let go of that. Cause the soul <laughs> is up here saying, come on. And the ego is trying to hold you down.
0: Well, you are in a collective ego as well. So your ego is a product of that, which we call the matrix, which is the collective ego of all humanity. So Your ego is something that you created as part of your vibrational journey. We are not guiding you to demonize it. It is a powerful tool that has served your expansion by delivering contrast and also driving you through your human experience, agreeing in your worthiness enough to keep you going. That's where the, the meeting of ego and source takes place and that ego and source both agree that you are worthy. You don't stay in that space all the time. But when you get down into that unworthiness, it feels, it feels awful for you to be down there. So pay more attention to how you feel. When you're feeling awful, that is the reflection of your vibration. When you're feeling hopeful, that is a reflection of your vibration. When you're feeling powerful and invincible and, and dynamic and, 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 and abundant, that is a reflection of your vibration. And you can gracefully and systematically move your vibration more and more and more in that direction where we will depart in the final message in this interaction is remember that positive is more powerful than negative. If you look at your planet, there's evidence of this all around you. If you turn off the news and turn off social media and go outside and look at your planet, you will see an abundance of well-being all around you. Human beings, animals, plants, oxygen, water, dirt, All of the natural elements that make up your planet, you will see the expansion and the thriving of that all the time. Even if humans come in and create some destruction, even if a storm comes through and knocks it all down, it all returns. It all comes back always, always. So that is your clear indicator that positive is far more powerful than negative. The universe is a positive creative entity. That is what you call source. That is what we are—a positive, creative entity. All the judgment, all the fear, all the comparison, all the "this is how it should be." All of that is the, all of that is the matrix. The matrix power is minuscule in comparison to the power of that which you call source. With I much love, it. love, that is what we have. Thank you. Wow. <laughs>
1: The stream and I get going.
0: <laughs> you, you gave them a workout. I love it. Look, look how red I'm turning now just from their departure. You
1: are turning red. You know, I'm thinking, and I don't know if that's coming. You're about the same color as your uh, picture behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a very controversial piece of art behind me. Like, are you trying to look like you have red hair. That's actually, I, th- I painted that 20 years ago. Oh, my God. I think it was my expression of the spiral. Oh, I right. in oh I really yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: good. Red is a very vibrant color. Well, anyway. You're about that color. No, I enjoy it. I love that
0: color right now, yeah.
1: You know, it reminded so, me of of things that I know, but I love it when the stream is very succinct about it.
0: It was very good. Yeah, well, let's do this. Let's uh, let jump over, for those of you that are on Patreon, Paula and I will go over to Patreon and we'll sort of, um, I've been told not to use the word unpack, but I like unpack. We'll unpack what the stream offer today. <laughs> I hate that term. Unpack well. We're, we'll review what the stream offered to us today. Right. I have okay. limited recollection of it, but I'm sure Paula remembers all of it. So I'm kind of eager to to explore. Oh great! That.
1: Oh great! It's all on me. Great. No, it's all on
0: you. I want to thank all of you for listening. And Paula, thank you for being my guest this week. And uh, certainly, uh, just thanks and so much appreciation to all of you. This has been a truly magical, expansive year for me, and I appreciate that that so many have continued to listen to the podcast. Uh, even when I'm not doing any, a lot of social media or anything else, I've kind of stuck around here for all of you. And I do appreciate all of you very much. And I hope to uh, see you all over on Patreon where Paula and I will go a little deeper into what the stream offered in this interaction. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate you being on here.
0: This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the round table discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.